Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for Saturday, June the what? Uh-oh, 5-24. Boy, how time has flown. Actually, I'm going to tell you that it's the 25th. Now, you know we must be late today, okay? But I'm your host, Lardy Miss Clark, and co-host for today is Brother Blondie. Coming at you live from Columbus with Real Talk every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be to solve problems, to get heard, and to hear what's going on right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show. We are going to have a great show this evening. We are going to do a continuation on talking about Michael Jackson, what's happening with the NAACP here in Columbus, Ohio, especially dealing with President Barack Obama on issues of police brutality. We will also, well, we will be talking about a Christian radio station that has some vulgar things to say. We will get with that when the time comes. So we're going to have plenty of music. We're going to have plenty of good time here and talking about infidelity between men and women. And, you know, just get involved. So what I need you to do is if you feel that you have a comment or that you just want to listen in, all you have to do is call 347-884-8684. And if you have anything you want to talk to us about over the email, you can contact myself, Lardy Miss Clardy, or Brother Blondie. And the email address are wclardy at families and victims of fraud dot com or you can contact your co host Brother Blondie at Brother Blondie at Hotmail dot com. At this time we're gonna we're just gonna sit back, relax and listen to a little bit of music at this time and we will be right back. Thank you. 
share views or solutions to a problem or just to bring an awareness on the subject no matter where you live. Your families and communities are important, so you have the right to stand up, speak up, and speak out. It's your right to have justice where justice is denied. And we have a guest I'm going to uh, call in, and uh, I would rather let Brother Blondie give you that message, of course, you know, always good coming from Brother Blondie, and he's going to also tell you who was that playing. <laughs> well, good evening, uh, Lordy Miss Quarty. Uh, uh, this is yours truly, Brother Blondie. Uh, you just heard a classic from the greatest, biggest-selling album of all time, Thriller. That was Michael Jackson and uh, Wanna Be Starting Something. Uh my brother Tone will be uh, calling in. Brother Tone? You, you, you know, Tone, uh, call on in, brother, and, you know, uh, voice your opinions on the three topics uh, we'll be talking about. And, you know, since we played Michael Jackson, Lardy Miss Party, let's kick off with some Michael Jackson news. And All right, let's kick off with it. Let's see what's going on with Michael. And this story is coming from BET.com. The... Uh, Let's see. Federal drug agents searched the Houston clinic of Michael Jackson's doctor Wednesday, according to a news report, even as investigators in California sought more information from the man. Uh, the man. Uh, KTRK-TV reported that officials with the DEA were at Dr. Conrad Murray's clinic in North Houston. Video showed two Houston police officers guarding the front door. Murray was Michael Jackson's personal physician and was with Jackson when he died. 
Murray, who is based in Las Vegas, is licensed in California, Nevada, and Texas, has been interviewed by police, but he has not been considered a suspect in the singer's death. Meanwhile, investigators in California are also seeking more information from Murray, according to his attorney, Edward Chernoff. The attorney posted a statement on his law firm's website late Tuesday saying investigators from the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office have asked for medical records in addition to those already provided by Murray. The coroner wants to clear up the cause of death. We share that goal, Chernoff said in his statement. Based on Dr. Murray's minute-by-minute and item-by-item description of Michael Jackson's last days, he should not be a target of criminal charges. <laughs> Murray has emerged as a Watch out there. central you figure to sound like, uh, in the investigation Michael of Michael Jackson's death. The doctor had been recently hired by Jackson, uh, was with him in his mansion, and tried to relieve him. Yeah, all right. Although Shiranoff has said the doctor didn't give the pop star any drugs that contribute to his death, Murray has nonetheless received attention from those angry over the singer's death. Dr. Murray was the last doctor standing when Michael Jackson died, and it seemed that all the fury is directed toward him, uh, his attorney said. Dr. Murray is frustrated by negative and often erroneous media reports. He has to walk around 24-7 with a bodyguard. He can't operate his practice. He can't go to work because he is harassed. No matter where he goes, investigators found the powerful uh, anesthetic uh, popo in Jackson's home, according to a person with knowledge of the investigation. The person is not authorized to speak publicly and request an uh, uh, The officials are working with the DEA and California Attorney General's Office to determine how the medications got there. Police detectives have already spoken to Murray twice, once immediately after the singer's death and again two days later. Police investigators say Murray is cooperating in their investigation. A cause of death has yet to be determined for the pop star. The coroner's office is expecting to release autopsy results next week. Chernoff's spokeswoman, Miranda uh, Sepsik, said in an interview with coroner's investigators, might happen Friday. Murray is currently in Las Vegas, where he also has a medical office there. She said, uh, and Chernoff will be speaking to investigators without the doctor being present. Now, you you know, Lordy, Miss Cardi, I said this last week, and I said it again. I understand that it's tough for a doctor, you know, to take care of a lot of patients, and, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them. But I'm sure that it's easier for a doctor to do his job when he is paid $150,000 a month, and all he has to do is take care of just one Patient, I can really understand exactly where you're coming from. You know, um, we had we dealt with this last week, where we were talking about that. You know, these doctors need to be put on in the spotlight because they were talking about that Michael Jackson was getting so much 
publicity and everything, you know, we still felt as though that there was still more to the puzzle that hadn't gotten out. Then lo and behold, wasn't there on the news here in Columbus, Ohio, where they started talking about, you know, the gentleman that we are talking about right now and that, you know, all he has done, looking at some type of conviction, you know, I think, and as we said in next week's uh, uh, issues on on the Michael Jackson issues, that we should, you know, or we should say that that doctor needs to be put away. Well, you, unfortunately, though, Lordy Miss Cardi, even if uh, he is charged, the most they can charge uh, Dr. Conrad Murray with is manslaughter. Uh, usually in the state of uh, California, that is about uh, eight and a half to uh, uh, 25 years in uh, prison. And even if he sends to that, uh, the most he'll probably do is just eight. And keep in mind, uh, Lordy Miss Quarty, the, the media doesn't want to say this. And uh, the thing about this, and I, I have to say this, this is why the Lardy Miss Quarty blog talk radio show is very important for people to mention because our show last week had a huge impact in this investigation because before the uh, raid, be, before our uh, last broadcast last week, Lardy Miss Quarty, the complaint was that Michael Jackson was getting too much press. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Brother Blondie. Yeah. You know, being that, uh, you know, they wanted to talk a little bit on the uh, Hillary Clinton thing. And getting on that up the Hillary Clinton thing, didn't you see on the news when Hillary Clinton got back from Asia, you know, that she was looking bad? I've never seen her look so bad. It's almost like that she went there and aged 50 years. I mean, she was really, really. She looked at really tired, and she looked at like she was just finished. You know, I mean, to really see that, and I had a chance to see her personally, where she was vibrant looking and everything. You know, it's almost like you know somebody going to the top of the mountain when they come back. You know, they so they so wore out. You know, her <laughs> hair was all all looking all, you know, dry and brittle looking, and she just looked like that she had aged with wisdom that was beyond the wisdom that we could ever know. Well, I guarantee you, uh, Lordy, Miss Claudia, when they uh, put Hillary Clinton tomorrow morning in that makeup room and she makes that uh, 1030 appearance on uh, NBC's uh, Meet the Press, I guarantee you she'll uh, look a lot younger for uh, uh, that appearance, but... Uh, uh, but, yeah, you know, I just added that in here yeah. because, you know, talking about that there was so much publicity with Michael Jackson and they wanted to hear a little bit about Hillary Clinton. There is no, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about her because she did whatever job that she is commissioned to do, of course, you know. But the point is, is that they gave her some time on TV, and when I saw her, she really looked like that she she the mountain somewhere and had been wore out from what she had saw in Asia. You know, but getting back to the Michael Jackson um, shoe that's going on, I feel as though that uh, 
there was a there was a there was a show called Wendy Williams Show, and it came on late. Yes, that comes on BET every Absolutely. night at eleven o'clock. Right, and she was talking about Michael Jackson, and she gave a picture of where they took a picture of uh, of his skeleton and was looking at his nose was all jacked up, his you know where he had. Uh, implants or whatever that was made to his face. I mean, you know, and but she was really, really saying how they have about him. And I was just putting that out there as well because uh, people, y'all need to look at the Williams show. It's a pretty, pretty decent show. Um, but Michael Jackson needs to be, uh, he, he needs to be uplifted each time of death behind things that have happened to him. He really does. And I say again, even though that the doctor was by his side that did not do his job properly, he still needs to go to jail. And even if he did, eight years is better than nothing. Hopefully that they won't let it, you know, even at that point, being that he was without any license. To do what we did, I don't think there should be any excuses for him at this point. Uh, not only there shouldn't be any excuses at this point, and keep in mind, uh, for the record, I'm not just personally calling out Dr. Conrad Murray. I'm calling out all of the doctors I mean, absolutely. That, that were involved with uh, Mike, Michael Jackson. Because the thing is, you know, I keep hearing reports about that Michael Jackson's relatives, his sisters, they had to intervene. Well, if they had to intervene, Lordy, Miss Claudia, why haven't the doctors intervened? Wouldn't a doctor, of all people, know whether or not a person they're treating is addicted to uh, prescription drugs? And uh, uh, but by the way, here in uh, Columbus, uh, our ABC affiliate, WSYX, ABC6, uh, Columbus has been doing uh, an investigation on the addiction of uh, pre- prescription drugs. And, yes, yes. And will and in the near future, the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show will do a show. Will do a, a a whole two hours if necessary on the the uh, new addiction of uh, uh, pre- pre- prescription drugs. The the fact that this type of addiction is now taking over weed and crack cocaine and crystal meth. Well, you know, definitely you can say there's a whole lot of victimization going on with the doctors, especially when they're not caring anymore about the health and the mental health of the individual, and all it is is about a dollar, you know, and that is a bad thing because that means that that's being targeted for victimization. And then everybody, well, I'm sure that there's, uh, the, the population in in a minute way that they are already addicted to drugs behind doctors prescribing the drugs. But if it keeps going on, we all be addicted if we don't put a stop to it or at least think about how the doctors are not really in our corner to make sure that our health is important. I'm not saying that all doctors are that way, but as it looks, you know, we only have those that we can talk about that have been reasons why people are passing away, 
and why people are under the addictions that they are under. And that brings in moolah money. Oh, yes. Uh, not only uh, that, but, you know, the addiction of prescription drugs, uh, you, you know, one of the big misconceptions of that, Lordy Miss Clardy, is that it's something brand new. But the truth of the matter is uh, the, the addiction of prescription drugs has been going on for a long, long time. Case in point, a local uh, issue on this, uh, this may have, this has happened like 20-something years ago, but uh, our very own weatherman of NBC4, uh, Jim Ganahl, was uh, once addicted to uh, prescription drugs. And, uh, uh, you you know, uh, I'm sure it goes on uh, way before that, but as as you but my point is though Wendy, the uh, doctor that did prescribe Jim Ganahl, uh a lot of those prescription drugs, he did do uh jail time and on and because of that I want the exact same justice for uh M- Michael Jackson. Uh not only do I want Conrad Murray uh locked up, but I want all them other doctors who who had had a hand in Michael Jackson uh, death to be locked up as well. I agree. I very much agree about what you're saying, Brother Blondie. Um, it looks like I have a caller online, and I guess I am trying to put this caller online, and um, and now I can put the caller online. Caller of 7005. Is there anything that you want to say on this subject? Hi, how you doing? This is your time. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can yes, hear you. Yes, I'm, I'm beat. I, I just, you know, for me, I, I, I can understand that, that, you know, that this is Hollywood, and I think what we have done, you know, some of these individuals has has sealed their own fate by the things they do because of money. Okay, that's the first. Absolutely, the absolutely. But for me personally, right, I keep hearing that. The family had to intervene, and 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 God tell you that we love, we all love Michael, right? But I haven't seen no court records that all the family went down to the, the police station to the courthouse, you know, when when things were happening, and say, look, my brother's in trouble for the last five, six, seven, ten years, okay, mm-hmm. and say that we need to get him out of that situation and so on and so forth. All of a sudden, he passed away. Everybody talking about they've been intervening. How you intervene if if you have a brother and you love him so much? Right, you know, I, God forbid. I had cousins and different things like that on, on on crack and all that other good stuff that couldn't get out. You understand? And did things, right, right, you know, to help them out. So where is all these records that you went to the authority to try to get into that place so they can see exactly what's going on with this individual? Now he dead. Everybody been intervening. Where you been oh, intervening? Well, at? Uh, well, well, you know, brother, I just want to say you you make a a very uh uh. Uh, interesting point, and and the and to go uh, deeper on your uh, statement as far as you you know records. Not only there's been no records of Michael Jackson attending a clinic like Betty Ford, but but I'm going to tell you a uh, something that a lot of people don't know. Uh, actor Todd Bridges of the former NBC slash ABC sitcom Different Strokes has three rehab centers in uh, Los Angeles. And there was no records of Michael Jackson uh, attending those uh, uh, clinics either. But 
it still leads to the question, if the family has intervened, why didn't the doctors make the exact same intervention? And believe me, someone like Dr. Conrad Murray is way more qualified than any of Michael Jackson's siblings to um, make a huge uh, intervention. But like you said, brother, money does uh, play, play a part. And and to be honest with you, if I'm a doctor and you paying me $150,000 a, a month, I probably wouldn't intervene either because I, you you know, if I were to intervene, I I know Michael would have gotten rid of rid me of and uh, gotten a doctor that would. That, that's what happened. It's happened in Hollywood. It's just not with Michael Jackson. You know, people going to Mexico to do the things that they need to do. And, and people just, you know, I think we as the, the bottom echelon, you know, not in a bad way, don't see the whole yeah. picture because when these guys got millions of dollars and, and can hire doctors to fly all over the place and, and, and break the law and so on and so forth, we have to be held liable, right? You know, I can't come right. back and say this doctor need to, yes, this doctor because of the medical reasons he need to, to, to go ahead and, and do, the court need to do what they need to do with him. But they need to make it, make it all across the board not just one individual, because it's happening, and somebody else going to be the same way, and in, 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 in maybe not now, but five years down the road, you'll be looking at the same thing that happened right now and, and then going after another doctor for the same thing because of this, this society and the money, right, and the power that some individuals have to hire and fire when they want if you don't do what I want you to do. And uh, not only uh, uh, that, brother, and, and, you you know, once again, uh you you are so right about you you know the fact that is that is Hollywood the the land of uh, uh, La La and I uh, take this even uh, further you you, you know uh, me and uh, Lardy Miss Clardy we have done shows on uh, uh, ju- judicial fraud and, and you know I explained that 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 you know it's not always about uh, race but you you know money plays a a uh, huge part, and I can assure you, uh, had Michael Jackson been addicted to crack cocaine and had died as oh, as, as a result a of crack cocaine, they would have been they would have been arrested at drug dealer and put him behind bars. Now, with that, now did you hear that on cocaine? Now that's an interesting uh, point that you made there, brother Blondie. I want you to go a little bit deeper. Now, we only have two minutes. And, caller, if you don't mind staying online as we uh, go into our break, but, uh, you know, we'll get back to this a little bit more on Give me the reason why did you choose the drug crack cocaine to make your point. Because uh, when the, uh, 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 you, you know, uh, record show, you, you know, as far as uh, ju- uh, the judicial system, there are a lot of crack cocaine drug dealers are in jail and doing way more jail time than uh, some than some doctor who uh, deals with uh, pr- prescription drugs, and you you know the drugs cause uh, so- someone death. If if we're gonna hold people uh, accountable uh, for you know someone's uh, mishap or misuse, then we need to do it all. I thank you very much, Brother Blondie, for breaking that down. And 
caller 7005. I would like you to stay online while we go on to a five-minute break, and then we will be back and we will give you a chance to speak on what you just heard. We'll be right back right here on the Lost Party Blog Talk radio show. If you have any comments out there, Lardy Miss Clardy listeners, please call in at 347-84-8684. We will be right back. Try to find 
Now, you you got to tell us what that is. Well, you know, Lardy, Miss Clardy, celebrating 50 years of Motown Records. That now is that's a new smooth. Motown. His name is Kim, and the name of that song mm. is Heaven. Heaven. Was, that definitely sounded like heaven. That should have helped anybody that had any stresses on their mind on anything feel all the way out. What you think about that caller set zero zero five? What you like about music? You know you know, for me, um I'm I'm an individual that, that really and truly enjoy all music with you know, with the exception of the the, the, the hard um you know, uh, dialogue that some of them have, you know, in, in the um cussing and, and all that other good stuff. As like as long as it's mellow, it's nice, you know, I can relate you know, uh, to it, you know, I can understand that it's all well and good with me, but but the the ones that that have a degrading thing with 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 people, I don't tolerate. Yeah. It. You know, it just you know I, I don't you know, I'm a you know I'm a jazz jazz type Caribbean type individual, so you know, nice mood and your, your music is just a, a soothing thing for me. Well, I'm glad that you that enjoy piece is, that piece is, is I'm really glad enjoyable. That music. Brother Blondie always bringing some fresh to the table so that we can have something to enjoy. And I want to get back to your comment on the things that Brother Bundy had brought up. Um, I want to let you go on ahead and speak your mind. Go ahead and tell us what you think about those issues that we just brought up before we went on break. You know, the sentence, you know, you know we, we, we are, it's a, it's, a, it's a large disparity between the sentencing and uh, for, for crack cocaine and um, and versus any other because if you look look at it right who who what what part of society right really and truly deals with it, this epidemic of crack cocaine absolutely you see and and that's and that's what it is and and I think we have to realize that certain things are made to put to set us back okay to to set us back and and sometimes yes you know when an individual is hooked 
they don't know any better, right? But I think it's up to 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 the higher, you know, our leadership or so-called leadership that who created themselves leaders for us to sit up here and help these people understand, you know, and and what kind of, you know, really and truly disturbs me is that most of the time when some of our our, our so-called leaders speak, they really don't speak to the masses, and the masses is in your community. They don't come down deep into the community and sit up at the community center and, and bring them out and go and walk the streets to their home. They only come when a crisis happens, but that is too late. Okay. Yeah, and that, uh, you, you, you know that makes. Uh, let me ask you uh, uh, just one thing, caller. Uh, which city are you calling from? Well, right now. Um, I'm calling from Oklahoma, but I was brought up in Detroit. You know, I originally was born in the Caribbean. Oklahoma. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm sitting over here having fun. But we're glad to have you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I was brought up in in Detroit, lived on the east side of Detroit, saw all the stuff, and and been fortunate to travel, you know, been in the military for 20-something years and had the opportunity to travel to different continents and different country in the world. And I see the epidemics of, of drugs and poverty in different parts of the world and the United States of America. So, you know, I've been fortunate to see different things that goes on with the poor, you know, and the disparities in, 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 in certain things when it comes to, to society. And it's the same thing happening down here with our community. Um, you, uh, you know, caller, being that you are from uh, Detroit, uh, that means you are part of that rich uh, music history that oh, yeah. you know uh, Motown Records had had over the fifty years. Uh, being a Detroit native, how would you rate the Jackson Five? I mean, you know, <laughs> we all, you know, you know, the Jackson Five. You know, to me personally, they they they're up there with with everybody. You know, they they brought a different, you know, they brought a different um, how 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 I put it, they brought a different a different atmosphere to to music throughout the world. You understand? And you know, you can't you can't say just Michael without the Jackson Five. You know, they they started it, and you have to give them their kudos. You know, now and, when, you step, when you separate Michael, it's a different thing because this individual will, 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 will love, you know, throughout the world, throughout this planet, you know, by King, Prince, Potentates, and everybody else. You know, but it started with it started with, with the Jackson 5, and, and they have to have their kudos. They have to be up there also. What about, what about, uh, I want to ask the question here. You know, they had on, in, in Columbus, Ohio, uh, where we are at this time, um, they had on uh, the news on 10TV uh, about Joe Jackson and, uh, and where Joe Jackson was speaking about that he never done anything to hurt that boy and then turn around and now his mama spoke. Now, you know, what would you have to say about that? I mean, it's like, you know, snowball effect coming down with a little fraud hooked on to it. What you think? Me personally, you know, um, as as a father, I'm a single father with three kids. I, I uh, and I looked at those things. I don't think, you know, Michael and doing the interview. I think he was um, he was frustrated. You know, um, 
Are we telling the truth? Because if you look, right, when when Jermaine left, right, it was chaos. You understand what I'm saying? It, it was chaos. And I, you know, for me personally, you know, kids usually they remember things. You know, and and Michael, you just don't isolate your father unless something happens. You know, you don't isolate your family until something drastic had happened. You know, if you just got a beat, okay, it's not a problem. You know, I was whooped by my dad, love my dad to this day, and so on and so forth. But I think it was it was abuse and other things happened. You know, that Michael isolated certain part of the family, and especially his father. Okay, do you think that uh, uh, some of what uh, Michael had been going through in his, in his journey in, in, in entertainment is some of what might have helped in the uh, yes, ma'am. death? Yes, ma'am. There, there's no, you, if, if you, look, you know, you know, you, you, you notice how after, after Jermaine left and, and then Randy and, and, you know, you know, we never spoke about the, the, the other individual who died, the, the one of the boys who died, right? Right. Okay, and and I think all that had to play a part, and he saw the things that his mother went through. You understand? What oh, I'm saying? you know what? You're absolutely right about that. Definitely. I like yeah, I, I like it, this. It I like what you're saying. Um, uh, let me uh, clear that up to uh, alarm the uh, public. What he meant by the other uh, Jackson that died, uh, it was their drummer Johnny Jackson. Right. I understood. Um, maybe yeah. no one. Yeah, that, right. You know. Yeah. Well, so, so, yeah, because you know, you know, kids people are like going like and talk. You know, I, I really, I really am feeling what you talk about here. You know, because people need to know that uh, Michael uh, is a victim in this situation. That I feel that the mainstream media should give it all up. It, behalf and quit playing with it. Really get down to business and let the people know what's really going on. What you think about that, Carla? I, I agree with you 150%, but that's not what, you know, what it is is the piecemeal thing. You know, you know, they will give you a little bit here and there and guess what? They have people coming back and, and that's what they made you. So the more people come back to here, right, is the more money they get. And and this is all about, this is all about money. This, it's all about money, absolutely. Yeah. This is all about money, and yeah. for me, it's a disservice, but we, we have to understand the type of society we live in. Uh, yes, and, you know, definitely, you you know, money uh, plays a part, uh, you, you know, in terms of, you know, Michael Jackson and uh, all the other uh, Jacksons, and, you, and let me set the record straight to the public out there. I'm one of the few media people who stands by Joe Jackson's uh, actions. There are a lot of black men out there who are deadbeats and not being parents and, you you know, leaving their uh, kids behind, even when Maury does read the results saying uh, you, you, you are the father. And in an era where a lot of parents, you know, both mothers and fathers uh, abandon their children, Joseph and uh, Catherine, uh, Never uh, did that. And speaking of Joe, I'm going to be the first. Uh, in fact, we're about to make history right now, Lardy, Miss Clardy. Uh, we're the first talk show, both mainstream or Internet otherwise, 
to make this statement. Happy birthday, Joe Jackson, because tomorrow, Lardy Miss Clardy, Joe Jackson turns 80. Well, definitely lived a mighty long time and seen a lot of things in his time. And we all know that our fathers have always been able to make all the right choices. But definitely, I've been spanked and beat up a couple times and probably pissed off at the point that uh, my way or whatever, but it made me a better person today. And, you know, some people can't take that. You know, there are some individuals that are a lot more sensitive and, and, and deal with that particular issue in a different way. But definitely we can say that he lived a mighty long time. He was a father that made provisions for his family and his children through a dream, through his own family that had talent. And he used it to the best of his ability to make sure that the family would be taken care of. No, okay. we will give thanks to, you know, the creative mind that uh, Joe Jackson had in producing, you know, a line of legacy that will reign forever and even for remember him in the light of his birthday. Happy 80th birthday, Mr. I, Jackson. I do agree, yeah. I, I agree and, with you. you and know, we'll and, keep going. Yeah, and I we'll keep understanding that people do make mistakes. We got to find solutions. We don't want to just talk about issues, but we want to make sure that we got a solution that will help a person become better than what they are. What do you think about that, caller? Do you think that there should be – what solution would you give if you was a, a personality on the mainstream media or even on radio? What would you be able to tell the people – when they hear such tragic stories as these, you know, dealing with the doctors that, you know, that that prey upon uh, weak people that need their help in making sure that they're intact by using money as the main line for their healing. And See, what do you think about my, my biggest thing the is issue that, about that, Michael that, um, Jackson being put in a lot of you know, uh, like he had a drug problem, what kind of solution can we give the uh, the media, the listeners of the media or on radio, what can we give as a solution to that? You know, can you give us some help here? You, you, know, you know, my thing is that, you know, I, I think what, what happened is that the, the media and and once once we as a society supposedly made it, right, and have money, we turn a deaf ear to any, any, any kind of answers from from the the the, the 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 you know the other people because once you cross a line, right, the other people on the, the other side of the line and the tracks don't mind no more. And these individuals, because you know money, money, they say money is the root of all evil. And yes. then these individuals sit up here and they don't listen no more. They 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 just they turn a blind eye and a deaf ear to all the advice. So for me personally, right, yes, I can try to give advice, but they wouldn't listen until something happened, and then they cross that line and expect us to help them, you know. Absolutely. And, and it, it, it's just, they just have to sit up here and understand that, you know, you, you know just, just go back and look where you came from. If you can just sit up here and look, look at where you came from to where you're at now and see the struggles 
you know, that it took you to make it to where you are, then I guarantee you, you're going to wake your eyes up. But when we cross that line, we don't look back at the struggles that we came through. We don't look back at what the mothers, the fathers, the grandmothers, and, and different people in the community had done to help us reach that pinnacle. Is when we fought, when we get in trouble, when we get up to that height. Then we look back and say, look, you know what? This lady or this guy had helped me, you know, and, and now I'm in trouble. Let me go back to the community and see if they can, they can march and pray and do everything else for me to, to get me out of this jam I'm in. I like that. I like that. That's really, really good. I like that. That's great information. That's cool. Definitely. I want but can, to- I, can I say something about Joe? And, but it's not necessarily about Joe, it's about, about fathers in general and, and, and black fathers. You know, when you have kids and you're with the mother of kids, right, if right. you sit up here and, and you perpetrate anything on the mother of a, of a child, regardless how that child is, right, you're setting yourself up right. clearly because, a man, you know, the biggest thing with, with children, when they get hurt, right, is two things they cry out for. If, if they are religious, they cry out for God. But if they're not, regardless of what it is, they're going to cry out for their mother. It is rare, sometimes non-existent, that a, that a child, male or female, get hurt, and they cry out for a father. Okay? And, and yeah. that is embedded in them. You know, it's to protect, you know, the mother, of, you know, the, the mothers, right? And, and, and for fathers out there, when, when if you do wrong, you know, to a woman, regardless of what it is, and you have offspring, you know, it is something inside of them, you know, that will hate you for the rest of your life, you know, and we have to be cognizant of those things. I agree. I see that, I see that Bondi, played out with a lot of people. Uh, yeah, and I also want to, you know, set the record straight on this. In uh, uh, terms of Joe Jackson, uh, keep in mind, not too many men can make this statement. Now, Joe has... Uh, raised nine kids, all of them by one woman. Now, how how many people can say that in 2009? I mean, uh, you, you you know, again, he 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 never abandoned his family. Uh, stuck with him to the uh, uh, to to the very end, and, and, and you know, and to to the white media who and and white people who want to criticize. You you know Joe Jackson. You, you you know he's not this. He pushed Michael to that. He forced Janet and got mad at Jermaine and all that. Watch the Jim Brown Fred Williamson movie, Original Gangsters, and you understand why Joe Jackson had to do where he what 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 he had to do. And I say that, Lordy Miss Clardy, because that movie. Original Gangsters with Jim Brown and Gary Indiana's very own Fred Williamson <laughs> was the the movie was shot in Gary Indiana. It it was released in 1996, and it showed you what today's Gary Indiana uh, uh, looks like. All those steel mills where you where Joe Jackson uh, used to work, they're they're, they're gone. Ain't, ain't none of them getting pensions and all that stuff. And and I'm sure uh, a lot of it, uh, people in which, in fact, Joe mentioned uh, there's only two co-workers from that steel mill job that's still alive today. So you you, you know people say, well, but 
you know, Joe did this, but believe it or not, Joe did his job. And and and, and contrary to popular opinion, as far as uh, Joe's spanking on his kids, Joe didn't do it in public. Now, my mom would meet me in public for real when when I uh, got got out of line, but I turned out to be a better individual because of that. Uh, thank you. Ask the question, and I know that you're excited about this Michael Jackson issue, but you asked him a question, and I wanted you to go back to the question so that he can answer it. Oh, well, the uh, uh, question is, uh, I mean, how would you, uh, you, you know, rate, uh, you know, Joe and Catherine uh, Jackson as a, uh, uh, parents, I, I mean, obviously, uh, his kids, you, you know, their kids, you, you know, became uh, uh, successful. And what do you feel about that American dream that came true for them? Well, they did. I mean, you, 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 you cannot deny the fact that they achieved, you know, yes, because the father, you know, stepped out there and was pushing, you know. He, he did what he had to do. I agree with you 150%, you know, I mean. You know, if you had to look, you know, yes, they had some faults. They had, you know, I mean, just like normal family, they had a lot of faults, right? But, um, and I, I really think if if um, Joe had to do it again, he would have done the same thing. But then yes. probably with a with a little bit less, less, less of the things that, that he had done, you know, but he did what he had to do. But And I think um, some of the, the Ramos case, some of the things he got from the media is through the kids, you understand? It really and truly, it was it was it was through the kids that that they had a you know they um now they came out on their own and they left that childhood. They just say, look, you know, and it, money also played with it. And then this society always push you to find out all the ills, what happened in a, in a, in a family and and different relationship and so on and so forth. And I didn't think they were mature enough at that time to keep certain things. You know and we thank you. We thank yeah, you very, very much. They were to do that, you know. So, so what happened? Yeah, the media used them in certain aspects, and and um, you know, some some of them, if they had to think over again, I'm pretty sure they would, you know, they would have just say, look, you know, just let's leave it alone and move on. But you know, they they were not right. in this society to 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 take on that responsibility, and you know how the media is. We really appreciate all your comments, caller. We really do. Um, very. And we're going to ask if you're not doing anything is to hang on in there because we have more uh, topics that we want to talk about within the next hour here. Um, We're going to go and we're going to again go on to a break. And and when we get back, we're going to talk about Obama and (laughs) where the Harvard professor was arrested Uh. and the deal where his ill, where his words were chosen ill, <laughs> I'm going to use it like that. You know, words were ill chosen and making making his decisions on what he wanted to say. You know, and and where it stands with the NAACP at this point, because here in Texas, Ohio, we have uh, the NAACP up and finally running and doing a very good job on police brutality issues. So we want to get back to um, the next topic here, which is dealing with uh, the police arrest and where this professor got arrested and where Obama had to say. So we will be right back. And hang on in there with us. I really 
appreciate your comments. They're really, really great. I, I mean, you know, really great. So we'll be back. Yes, ma'am.
Well, all right, all right, all right. The Lardy McCarty Blog Talk Radio Show is back. And we have a very lively piece of music that just been heard here. And we want Brother Bondi to tell us what that piece of music is as we go right on in to the Obama drama. Well, this uh, classic uh, from a group out of Memphis, Tennessee, the uh, that was the final ever hit in the 20th anniversary, by the way, of their 1989 classic from the Bar Cave and Struck by You. Struck by you, huh? Yeah. All right. Now, and, I guess I guess we can be struck. You know, I think all of what's going on around in the nation, what we're getting ready to find out right here in Columbus Dispatch on the heart where Obama's words were ill-chosen, and out of Washington, President Barack Obama acknowledged yesterday that he had used unfortunate words in declaring that Cambridge, Massachusetts police acted stupidly in arresting black scholar Henry Louis Gates, Jr. He said he could have collaborated those words differently, he said. He stopped for, well, let's just put it like this. He stopped short of an apology, but the president telephoned both states and the white officer who had arrested the professor, hoping to end the rancorous black back and forth over what had transpired and what Obama had said about it. Trying to lighten the situation, Obama said he had invited the Harvard professor and Sergeant James Crowley for beer here at the White House. Can you believe that? They went, they had a beer? Listen, I know things have changed. Well, let's put it like that. It ain't changed. That's probably what they're doing all along, you know, for the last president that were there. But to hear this forthrightly, outright. Like this, that's kind of interesting. So he goes on to say that he wanted to make it clear, and I'm saying he who is President Barack Obama, he said, I wanted to make it clear that in my choice of words, I think I unfortunately gave an impression that I was maligning the Cambridge Police Department and Sergeant Crow specifically. And he said he could collaborate it or calibrate those words differently. It did not back down from his condition that the police had overreacted by arresting Gates for disorderly conduct after coming to his home in uh, to investigate a report of a break-in. Now, Obama has said the fact that this has garnered so much attention, he said he thinks it's testimony to the fact these are issues that are still very uh, sensitive here in America. And to elaborate a little bit further on that, Brother Blondie, you know, uh, it was on TV where he even talked about police profiling. Remember that? Did you look at the news on that here in Columbus, Ohio? Uh, yes, I did uh, look at that, Lordy Miss Cardi, and, you, and, and I also heard uh, Sean Hannity of Fox News, you know, uh, weighing his uh, opinion, you know, criticizing uh, Obama and uh, Professor Gates. 
And yeah, and, and, and you know, let me you you know make this clear as far as the racial profiling. Uh, I do understand, you know, the police responding to a break in and uh, and all that stuff. But the bottom line is, Lardy, Miss Clardy, once Professor Gates showed the police proof right. of his residence, it should have been a done deal. Absolutely, and, and, I agree. And and as far as the police getting mad be be, be because uh uh Professor Gates you you know, was saying things he shouldn't have said and being too vocal. Let me set the record straight on that. Everybody, everybody on earth has the absolute legal right to say whatever they want to say on their own property, in their own house. He was in his own house by, by the door yelling at that uh, police officer. The police officer should have just went on his merry way, go in the car, uh, you, you you have a nice day, sir, and, you know, there wouldn't have been any problems, none whatsoever, but, but instead he uh, took it to uh, the, the extreme. And, and you know, the, the uh, uh, bottom line is what happens to freedom of speech when you can't even say the things that you want to say on the premises of your own property? Absolutely. I want to thank you for that comment because that's a very important piece. And getting back to what Obama actually said, just just in a little twist here, he says that he had come to, well, just like this, Obama who under an intense criticism from police organizations, uh, he said he had called Crowley to clear the air and said the conversation confirmed his belief that the sergeant is an outstanding police officer and a good man. Obama also said that the officer wanted to find out if there was a way of getting the press off the lawn. You know, and it's interesting because the uh, when it's flipped, it's flipped on the other side here. It's always talked about where, you know, black people, they get all kind of press, you know what I mean? But when something like this happens where a police officer is being called out for misconduct or or doing something that might have been, that caused a misconduct to happen, um, when they get publicity, you know what I mean, they won't they wanna shut it down. Will you please get press off my butt? You know, I don't want them to be over here at my house and looking at me, but it's okay for them to expose uh, you know, a black person this way and that it's supposed to be the right thing. I'm just talking about it from, you know, other people's point of view that at it from this view. And we also have another caller that's online, and we will get to that caller in a minute. But I want to bring the caller 7005 back in to do a comment on that, if you will. You know, I'm, I, I tell you, I'm, you know, and that's why I had kind of checked into your show, you know, because I saw you have it. For, for me personally, you had two, two egotistical individuals. Okay, I'm, I'm like this, and I can understand what the brother's saying. But Did you, you say egotistical? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know that there was, 
you know, they're full, you know, they're full of themselves. You know, one being a Harvard professor and one, one, one being a police officer. Okay, I understand what people say, but you know, my, my thing is right. If an individual enter your house by himself, a police officer, and you know the climate in this country with a gun, okay, and you don't have a gun, okay, and he's by himself sitting up there with you, okay, some, you know, you are so smart. Something should should click in your head and say, look, man. You know, I know how this, 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 this these, these are uh, United States of America. Well, you know, really say this individual couldn't, couldn't pull his trigger, shot me. You know, and say, look, one. man, I thought this individual. Hello. Yeah, this individual was, uh, you but know, listen. was, was, was you know, whatever it is. But my thing is, you know how the climate is, man. I, right here in this inner city, right? I've seen and I know. You know, black folks who got shot in the back, black folks who got different things right down here in these inner cities. You understand what I'm saying? And they said they're reaching for something and so on and so forth. So, you know, we, you know, let me tell you something. Some of us have all these degrees, but we ain't smart sometimes, okay? Right, you know, right. We don't have that common sense to understand. This individual sitting up in here, it's a white cup. Regardless of what it is, you can think whatever you think, Right. But my thing is, if somebody's sitting up in your house, cup or not, and he walks into your house and he's by himself, right? Yes, I might play possum, right? To understand, to get him out my damn, pardon my friends, to get him out my house, because I don't want to end up a statistic. You understand what I'm saying? And it could be easy yeah. well like that, and then all of a sudden, you know, police officers shoot black Harvard um, professor, you know, he thought was a burglar. Okay? Well, you know? I, want you, I want you to hold that thought for a minute. Hold that up and see if I can put in another color to add to what you are saying. Or three oh five three. Are you a little three? Hello. Three oh five three. Are you on the line? Oh yeah, yes, I'm still on the line. How are you doing today? I really didn't catch the subject because right now, at the time, I'm watching. I'm watching my daughter, and I'm trying to listen to what y'all talking about right now, but uh, as far as uh, I think I heard something about privacy uh, within the home or out of the home. Or uh, what, what was y'all talking about? Uh, right, uh, right, right now, my, my my brother, we are discussing uh, Barack Obama's uh, comments on the uh, uh, racial profiling of uh, pr- Professor uh, Henry Louis Gates, and and the inner and let me introduce you to uh, our uh, special guest. On online, uh, this this is one of the uh, uh, one of the finest uh, brothers that I'm uh, uh, proud to uh, speak of. He goes by the name of just simply Tone. What's going on, my brother? Oh man, just having one of them days with my baby. I finally got an opportunity to uh, share some time with her, and that's what I'm trying to do. But I also wanted to try to uh, get on the radio and see what's going on. Probably voice a little of my opinion about things. Uh, as far as uh, racial profiling or profiling in general, uh, it's pretty bad right now because everything, everybody and everybody, everything and everybody right now can be labeled and profiled, no matter what okay. color you are, what race you is. <laughs> yes. Now, Hold on, Mike. Any any time that uh, the sure. caller wants to come in and speak, you can because you know it, it is a group thing about now and dealing with profile. Even though that we're talking about the issue about how Obama feels 
about right. what going on with the professor and how he felt about the uh, uh, this issue. And even though you know he's trying to be fair, you know he he see it from on the black side as well. So you know that is why we're asking for uh, your comments on it. So just know there is another caller that is online listening as well. And uh, yeah, that will soon be able to uh, come in and reject and have his own comments to that. So go ahead and speak, sir. Fine. Hold on, mommy. Hold on, mommy. Hold on. No, uh, hold on. Can I say something? Hello? Yeah, hello. Hello. Go, go, go and speak your mind, Tom. Yeah, you know what what I, what I'm saying, right? I, I can, you know, you know, I understand, right? But some, you know, when you have a news meeting and you have all those people working for you, right? Somebody should have prepared him, or he should have said, you know what? I'm gonna get hit with this because guess what? It's all over the the news. But when you know he said yes, and I'm gonna tell you what drowning is. You know, Professor So and So is a friend of mine, right? And when that statement came out, okay, and he proceeded, he should have said, well, when he said, I don't know all the facts, I'm going to let it play out, and then I might come in on it later and move on, let's go to the, the health care, okay? But, you know, you, you understand what happened. Look, I'm sitting up in here, right? A young man just got shot in the back. I ain't seen it on the news. I ain't see it nowhere else. You understand what I'm saying? And, and if you look at your, your inner city, this thing been happening daily, daily, daily. You're not making a comment of it, right? But a friend of yours, right, who is, is affluent, okay, you know, I, I don't give you a pass for that, right? When, when these young men and women sitting up in here and, and it's getting done to them on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, and some of them even getting shot and end up in the hospital, some of them even dying, and you don't come out and make statements to that fact, right, you know. And then all of a sudden, a friend of y'all who is affluent, right? That's what I have a problem with. Well, that's the only time it affects anybody is when, is when it when it's dealing with uh, your family or somebody of importance or the, let's say the Europeans. The only time that it, when it, when things affect them, then that's when they bring things to the forefront and they want to publicize and put things on the news like, oh, we shouldn't do this. It's a bad thing to be racial profiling because now they're profiling them. But when you're looking at the black community, the black community has been racial profile for decades. No matter if they're wearing their head around backwards or they're wearing their shoes tied up sideways, there's some kind of profiling going on. But as far as Barack Obama, I'm pretty sure people in power, he, he should have been uh, better prepared. And I'm pretty sure that somebody knew. You know, you, you, you're under a scope. You're under a scope when you're, uh, when you're higher up, in the higher echelon. I don't see how I didn't know, nobody knew nothing about that. Well, not only uh, that tone, and and I want to uh, break this to uh, you and uh, uh, the uh, guy from uh, Oklahoma yeah, as just to probably the real reason why uh, Barack Obama has been so uh, vocal about this racial uh, profiling thing. People have to understand uh, two crucial things. Fact number one, ever since Barack Obama became uh, president, a lot of hate groups, more than ever, has come out of the woodwork. And That's when it comes the, out. Uh, 
Yeah, and uh, not, not only that, but uh, uh, Tone, let me let the, let me tell you and uh, uh, Miss uh, Mr. BC, Oklahoma yeah. another uh, Barack Obama uh, racial story that I received last week from Mr. Tyrone Thomas, the uh, uh, president of POER and the president of the Black Anti Defamation. You're gonna Council. love this one. This is from townhall.com, a very popular website owned by a Christian radio network. The TV writer Bert Perlutsky, uh, sounds Polish, uh, Bert Perlutsky, not only only did he criticize Michelle Obama, but listen to what he had to say. He said, take Michelle Obama, please. Every time I turn around, there she is on a magazine cover. Now, normally, like the mafia, I lay off the spouses, but inasmuch as this particular spouse attended the same racist church as her hubby for 20 years, I make an exception in her case. After all, in spite of the fact that affirmative action got her an Ivy League degree and a $7,000 a week salary and moreover, has sent millions ah, of dollars here. for no particularly good reason to Africa. She insists this is a mean country. The burning question in my circle is, if the first family gets a female dog, will she be the first bitch or will she have to settle for second place? Naturally, the left-wing media is now trying to convince us that this James Brown lookalike has the allure, the glamour, and fashion sense of a Jackie Kennedy, she's not pretty. And for heaven's sakes, she's black. She's a black bitch. Did you get that, guys? That's interesting. Now, to me, that we got hate crimes going on against the Obamas because, you know, they are in power. You know, and this goes to say that it's, as Obama has always said, and I had a he was uh, talking to the NAACP on progress made or work ahead. And he was speaking this that, that from the PT.com article that despite the racial progress exemplified by the election, Obama said African Americans must overcome a disproportionate share of struggles, including being more likely to suffer from many diseases, having higher proportion of children that end up in jail. And then he says, uh, then he goes on to say that Obama, well, he says they're very different from the barriers faced by earlier generations. They're very different from one uh, that faced when fire hoses and dogs were being turned on young marchers, Obama said. But what's required to overcome today's barriers is the same as what was needed then. And we know what that is. We're talking about standing up, speaking up, and speaking out. You know we got to do that. Caller, Freedom of seven, what do you think? Caller, 3053, what do you think? We need to stand up and speak up and speak out about, you know, these different profiles that they make about us. Do you uh, has anybody got a comment on that? Hello? Couldn't, couldn't yeah. hear you there. Hello? Are you still there? 
I, I just I just I missed part of that that comment that you was uh, talking about. I think you were saying something about the indifferences. Uh, but uh, yes, it, it, it is a dis. It, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes, there are indifferences. We're talking about racial profiling here. No, and you just heard what Brother Blondie had to say uh, on the article that uh, was brought out by a Christian radio station where, what's the gentleman's name again? His name is Bert Perlutsky. Perlutsky, who's supposed to be a Jew, which is around talking about Obama's, President Obama's uh, wife uh, and calling her a B-I-T-C-H. You know, that total defamation of a person. Sound like they got a Ph.D. in haterism. <laughs> and that might just be what it is. And and didn't uh, didn't yeah. Barack Obama say last year, Lardy Miss Clardy, that his wife is off limits? Oh yes, he did. And wow. when this out, definitely there's got to be some 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 sunshine to shine on this area. Right. <laughs> well, see that that's, that's the whole point of them trying to shine on 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 the Obama family. Is to try to stir up some, some some strife and things between them to 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 take them off their focus, take them off their balance, to get them to to, to react or do something that they say, well, that was expected out of them to do it because that's 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 what African Americans do. You know, they waiting they waiting for that moment. They want to try to push them to that level to try to provoke you know them to to to, to step outside of their boundaries and, and be inhuman or immortal immortal as they say. That we could be right, I, and I you know, what, and again, go go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think what is he needs to do is to do the thing. Talking? No, this is um seven zero zero five. I think what and he I needs to do. I also want to acknowledge. Hold on, before you get started, I want to acknowledge. Okay, that okay. I want to acknowledge yeah. before you start. There's another caller that's online that we're going to put in, and we will call out your number. Uh, in order for you to give a, a, a you know, to give you the comments on this. Right now, 7005, Oklahoma, speak your piece. Yeah. You know, my thing is what what he needs to do is the mo- most, one of the most powerful individuals on this face of the planet, right? He needs to activate his FBI and CID and bring these individuals down, just like George Bush did with Jesse Jackson. You remember when right. I'm sitting up here and Jackson sit up here, and I, I know it was a big old mistake. When you when you say okay he was smoking he pot when he was eighteen in high school and yada 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 and I said to myself I said he barking up the wrong tree because here you go the most powerful individual in the world right now could open a can of worms if you had any right in your backyard and guess what he did the the it's no no secret that the CIA and the FBI went after Jackson to find out about that woman that he had a child with and then he was using funds from the Rainbow Coalition to pay that lady and they exposed him. And made and made his family, you know, look like he have his his his, his son is a congressman sitting up trying to defend and, and protect his father, and the mother didn't even know about it. So he sit up here, and I tell people to this day, you know, sometimes you have to know where to go. And me personally, if I was Obama and, and see some of these things that are written, I'd have sit the FBI on it, and and I would have pulled out all the stuff from some of these in, yeah, idiots. You know what? Hold up there. Let's see if we can give four three seven to give us some kind of comment on this. What do you think about this three seven? Hello? You're yeah. on the purple three seven. Hello. Yes, yeah, this is three seven on the line. All right, is that 
Hello, Hello my... Yeah, I'm kind of breaking comments? up. I can't... I'm kind of breaking up a little bit. I can't hear some things going on all about that oh, comment. Okay. Are you make a comment at this point? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't catch the full comment. Okay, well then let me let me read you one more quick thing about what uh Bert Perlutsky also say about other black uh celebrities. And to finish it off he says, If we were a racist society, Oprah Winfrey, your fairy godmother, certainly wouldn't be a billionaire. She'd be fetching someone's mint julep and Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice wouldn't grow up to be Secretary you, of State. You know, They'd be sweeping hey, out the stables, hey, and Will Smith sir. and Denzel Washington wouldn't be movie stars. They'd be in wow. the fields picking cotton. Now, what you say about that? <laughs> that, that that's, that's, that's so horrible. Okay. That's so horrible. I see, if, 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 if we want to go back, and that, they want to take you so far back with those little tactics and cotton picking and all them things. You know, African Americans they didn't even know nothing about color. You know, it was just it was just one thing. Color didn't come involved until the Europeans came involved and, and dissected everything. So, you know, some African Americans they know the truth. Some who don't need to start uh broadening their minds and start reading a lot more, you know, because there's a lot of things that are hidden that the uh, Europeans want to try to keep hidden from us. And those are one of the things right there, those hidden messages within his little speech. Pelowski or whatever his name is, you know, that is you know, very rude. They don't know the history, man, because my, my thing is, right, if you really looked at his history, okay, the first set of his ancestors that came over here were murderers, were rapists, right, that all these European countries released from prison to come over here, okay? Yes. You know, you know so, so sometimes you know, when people sit up here and talk to me about we should be this, I said, you know what, go back to your ancestors. And see how many rapes and how many murders and how many different things they they did before they came over here, right? Well, I didn't. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Don't don't give me that. Now you want to play dirty? I can play dirty with you. I like oh, this. I like this. Yeah. This is getting this is getting good here. You know, I want to I want to I want to stop right now, and we got two minutes here to get ready for another live smooth piece of music. And you know, and I want to say. Relax and come back with this because we're going to talk more on the Obama drama and the racial profiling issues and also the AACP and what they are doing here in Columbus, Ohio. And, and let also be known that Mr. Tyrone Thomas is, is definitely from the Black anti defamation Council, and he is the president of Defamation. Let's talk about what we should be talking against each other as black people. Because he's about high defamation. And if a Christian radio station has talked about the black people, including Barack Obama, President Barack Obama's wife, being a C-I-T-C-H and calling all the other uh, cotton pickers and carrying on, definitely I'm sure that the president of the Black Anti-Defamation Council might have something to say on that. But we will be right back. We will uh, 
action and think on what we just got finished talking about and going to listen to a piece of it you come back. Hold your horses, stay tuned. Hi. Say a thing. 
what's going on with the police brutality issue. And also we want to deal with those workers that was kicked out by, what's that gentleman's name again? Now, you know I'm mad with words now, y'all. So y'all going to have to forgive me. You know, that's why I have cold. That name is hard to remember. Well, well, all due respect, Lordy, Miss Claudy, you cannot, under any circumstances, forget the name Bert Perlutsky. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Bert. I will definitely and, go with Bert. Uh, definitely. Uh, but we want to say, Mr. Bert, that outburst of comments that, uh, that defames the character of uh, people of, of color, black people in particular. So I want to say that definitely we have the guru on high defamation, and we're going to have him talk about, you know, words that need to be, uh, that need to give respect to, you know, the black uh, African race of people because we, we don't deserve to out like that. You know, there are people that's out there that really feel though that we need to still be in slavery, but they can kiss our butt. That's the way that I feel about that. And so I want to also state that the NAACP is dealing with areas, dealing with issues like this too. There is a president by the name of Noel Williams, who is president of the NAACP that uh, that helped to launch a probe into uh, alleged police misconduct. And um, it went very well here. They had that hearing on um, on June 30th at the Chris Urban League on Mount Vernon Avenue. There was 50 people that was there, and there were 35 people that got up and did affidavits and live testimony on this subject of police misconduct and profiling and different things of this sort. And so we had a really good turnout. And it was on every channel and every piece of the newspaper here in Columbus, Ohio. We were very proud of that, uh, of, of, of that, of that uh, because, you know, people are afraid to stand up and talk about, you know, issues that plague the community so, so badly. And we're talking about as far as the blacks and as far as the minorities that may be going through these things. So, you know, when we look at, you know, Mr. Gates, uh, Professor Gates and uh, Sergeant Crowley and, you know, the, the police here in Columbus, Ohio, with Edward Hayes and the other lady that got hurt by a police here, and then we look at what the NAACP has done thus far on the issue, because definitely this is a systemic issue. You know, we ain't talking about no individual, uh, individual stuff that's but we're talking about what affects a community overall for, uh, affects, you know, the people that live in the nation, especially of color. And so I want to get back to that and to find out what is your, you know, what is, what is your, your comment on that. If caller 7005, who is out of Oklahoma, can something to say on the subject, talk to us. Oh, man. I, I'm 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 sorry. I put the phone down to talk to my son for a minute because he was doing the music, and I just came okay. back on and I didn't get half the you know because it was music and I thought it was still playing. So I just oh it okay. Up. So so I, I I apologize for that. That's okay. What what we're talking about here is you know police misconduct 
where the NAACP here in Columbus, Ohio, has launched a probe uh, to to investigate on alleged uh, police misconduct. And as we are hearing, you know, uh, all over about Obama ill-chosen words and Mr. Uh, Professor Gate and Sergeant Crowley and also the issues that are happening right here in Columbus, Ohio, in the grassroots community, the police doing misconduct and their social profiling. The issue here is that, you know, we have this problem and it's affecting, you know, the, the African Americans. And, you know, even though we know that other minorities are going through this too, but when you hear on a Christian radio station talk with defaming uh, words to, uh, to, to uh, lower the character of good people that are trying to do the right thing, good people that are trying to do the right thing, you know, it's really showing that there is an issue of racial profiling. If you look at us like we need to be in the uh, uh, fields picking cotton as, as, the, as Mrs. Burke. You know, I can never think of his last name. I don't know if he's a Jew or what, but uh, the thing is, he is a colored. And as I learned from Brother, uh, Brother Blondie, he's Polish. So far as I'm concerned, he's still a minority. You know, he's of color. He's not white, you know, and that will make, you know, comments like this. So I feel as though that a person like that needs to kiss our toe. That's the way I feel about it. He needed to kiss our toe, kiss our butt, and our fingers too. Yeah, yeah and, uh, <laughs> and that's a nice way of putting it. So I'm just saying that if you have any comments towards yeah, well, you know, the issues on that, you you're welcome to do so. Well, I do. Oklahoma. You know, you know, my thing is right. I, you know, I'm aware of, you know, and I think what what happened. We we all aware of, of what's going on in this country. You know, um, race will be race will be race will be race. You know, it's not going to change. Right. So I think what needs to happen, we have, you know, we have to, to prepare ourselves for these idiots that, that that's out there because, you know, I'm, I'm working in the city in the school system, right? And when Obama got elected, let me tell you, right, when I walk into the school in the morning, not a white person say, hello, how are you doing? And I knew that. I knew the repercussions. So when they came up the next day, you know, and, um, you know, they waited about two or three days before they, they talked to me about it. I said, I don't want to hear it. I said, first and foremost, right, when George Bush and everybody else, every other clown was was being elected, right? You know, right. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you want to ask questions and different things like that. So why asking questions now? That's the president of the United States. I said I'm an ex-military. Did twenty-something years in the military. You understand? Trying to run all over these these countries to make sure you live like you want to live. Okay. Mm -hmm. so That's right. That's right. Don't sit up here and I tell them straight up. Do not ask me uh, about nothing. I said, that's the president of the United States. I serve on the pre people I didn't even like, right? So if you, you know, if if you don't like it, move somewhere else, you know. And that that that, that that's my that's my thing. But but as far as the NAACP is concerned, I really, in some places they are doing okay. But I think nationally, right, they have become right. Come on with it. They have become irrelevant. I think in the in the communities, you know, some of them are working real hard, but nationally. You know, they have become so politicized, right, that they forget what they're really there for. And that explains what I'm talking about when they had the national uh, uh, convention in, I think it was in New York where they had their convention yeah. at, where Obama 
uh, was talking to the NAACP, and then there was an article that came out from BET.com where uh, Obama was telling the NAACP progress is made, but more work ahead because there are still issues that need to be dealt with. He had said, make no mistake, the pay discrimination is felt in America. Uh, the president told the friendly audience that erupted in standing applause and occasional men during the remarks because he was saying, you know, that um, Obama traced, well, let's put it, he is saying that civil rights leaders have paved the way for even his election as the nation's first black commander in chief. Uh, uh, Barack Obama paid homage to the NAACP and advised members. To, that there's work that still remains to be unfinished. And then he goes on to say that despite the racial progress that's been exemplified by his own election, <clears throat> he says African Americans must overcome the disproportionate shared struggles, including being more likely to suffer from many diseases and having a higher proportion of children that end up in jail. He's saying they're very different from the barriers faced by earlier generations. They're very different from the ones faced when fire horses and bulls were being turned on young marchers. President Barack Obama said that it required, that there's a requirement to overcome today's barriers, and which is the same as what it was that was needed back then. And then I, I say to that, uh, Mr. Oklahoma, that people need to Stand up in numbers the same way that they stood up in numbers in an election to bring Barack Obama to presidency is the same number of people that's going to have to hail together and stand up, speak up, and speak out about what's going on and also make known through the NAACP uh, in their own state and cities where they are there because they are they're powerful because of the people that come together in numbers. People just recognize that they are the power. The people are the power, you know, and that the NAACP need them in order to make the movement. They have been the catalyst to all racial issues and discrimination for over over a hundred years worth. So definitely we know that the NAACP is nothing without us, but we still need to go where we can rally together and make these issues known. And uh, not only uh, that, be, uh, be, before I ask uh, the, the other caller, my uh, special guest, Tone, uh, I, I want to make uh, just one more statement about uh, townhall.com, the, owned by the Christian Radio uh, Network, and their uh, star, Mr. Burt Perlusky. And I'll say this, Lord and Ms. Claudia, I'm just going to leave him alone and uh, put it on on the shelf. The next time, Burt, that you want to call somebody's wife a bitch, take a look at yourself in the mirror, all right? <laughs> and, 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 you know, I've... Uh, uh, you, you, you know, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going there. Bro- Brother Blondie goes there. Uh, the Lardy Miss Cardi, we're, we're, we're yin yang. She, she, she brings you the yang. I'm always going to bring you the yang at all times. Yeah. We are up to the 
Wow. Hey, can I can I get a um? What was the website for that that those articles? Pulaski. Pulaski. Yeah. What what is how you spell that? I'm not for. Don't ask me how 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 do I spell his last name? His last name is spelled P R E L. S-K-Y. Pulaski. Hey, did you know, uh, you say, did y'all say that Pulaski, he's Jewish? Well, uh, you know, know also that he's, he's Polish. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. My, oh, I was going to say, because, you know, the, the Jews were, are funding the, uh, uh, they are sponsoring, or they are donating money to the NAACP. You know, that's where they get a little of their money from. And like one time ago, we had nobody pay attention to what was going on with the NAACP while the NAACP was trying to direct traffic towards just the black and whites. The Jews were sponsoring the NAACP so they could sneak on in the door and get what they get and get what they got right now. Yeah, right. and uh, having, uh, ha- having uh, said that, you, you you know I'm sure that the the, the NAACP uh, uh, although they they may have some some type of issues uh, na- nationwide I can uh, assure you that uh, Lardy Miss Party herself is part of the Columbus chapter of the uh, NAACP and uh, uh-huh. she has been working very tirelessly on uh, you, you you know making sure that you know. Uh, Get that backhand flat. Right. I can dig it, but that was a little bit of information I wanted to kind of share with uh, Blog Talk Radio that, uh, you know, the funding. Go ahead and share. We got nine minutes. Now, listen, we got nine minutes. Nine whole minutes. Nine That is so. It's so beautiful to be on air, though. I just, I really got a lot to say. And comments, but like I said right now, I'm kind of babysitting my daughter, and I'm kind of missing on a, a lot of the comments and things, and I'm listening, okay. and I, I think it's a beautiful thing, what's getting started, and I hope it becomes a, a bigger and more uh, broader and nationwide uh, opportunity for uh, this blog talk radio. Hey, but it's, it's not going to get that way with the word of mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. Party, Party Blog Talk Radio Show. Right. And we want to thank all our callers for, uh, no, I ain't going to call you caller, because that's tone that's talking. Just call me BC, I'm good. Uh, yes, you're welcome. Very much. Yes, sir. Much, much appreciated, right, y'all. Get... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Is, 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 this, is, this, is this Mr. Oklahoma? Hello? Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, that's Tone. Yeah, that's, that, that's me right here, Louisville. If you got something that you got to say. Add some more, brother. You know, uh, I, I mean, you know, my line is kind of up and down, and I, I'm in a situation, like I said, with my baby moms, and we going through uh, ups and downs, and I'm being profiled as uh, uh, not a baby, good baby daddy. But, I mean, I know better than that. <laughs> But, you know, there's all different forms of racial profiling, whether it's inner or outer. You know, I think that's, that's important for people to look at just instead of just looking at color. Yeah, and, and, and uh, most, uh, I, I, I do agree, agree with that. 
again telling uh, uh thank you for calling in on the uh, Lardy Miss Cardi uh, blog, blog Talk Radio show, and we hope to hear from you real soon. Yeah. All right. Back to what we want to talk about here. We've got six minutes left on the clock to talk about, you know, anything that you may feel you want to talk about. But there will be some more more interesting topics that we want to talk about for next Saturday. Definitely, we want to keep in mind that we're going to still talk issues on police misconduct, police and of course, you know, anything else that's about Michael Jackson, and we will definitely be talking more on infidelity. Definitely we're going to talk more on whatever the conversation is. Again, we deal with victimization and fraud at its at large, you know, so we need to let people know that if you have something that you want to talk about, you know how to contact us. You can contact us at WClarty at Families and Victims of Fraud.com can contact yours truly, Brother Blondie, your co host at Brother Blondie at Hotmail.com. Drop a letter on us, you know, write an email, let us know how we are doing on the show. Of course, we're still a little here and there, but we're hanging in there because we get better over time, just like the whispers would say, it only gets better with time. Oh, yeah. And I say that, I did not say yes, that. Yes, you did, Lottie. You know, I think this party is a trip sometimes. And who says right? you didn't know your music too well? You know, hey, sometimes my circus do kind of like kick in where I'm able to remember a few things. You know, that's get better uh, with this blog talk radio show. You know, there will be times when my mind will remember a couple of things and bring some things back to memory. Until then, I have Brother Blondie that will continuously keep us abreast on what music we have. Oh yes, and uh, uh, one more <laughs> one more quick quick thing before I uh, uh, go off because because you know Tyrone Thomas wants us to uh, uh, say yeah. uh, say this. Next Sunday, August 2nd, at 3 p.m. at 899 East Broad Street, right here in Columbus, Ohio, is a Black Anti-Defamation Council meeting, as we will be discussing the stop, the stop 10 list. And this is Brother Blondie saying so long and good night, everybody. I just want to also add to that, as we are leaving the air, is that don't forget about Walkathon. Brother Blondie, before you leave, Say that one more time, because the walkathon is going to be important for uh, the Black African health. That's the health issue. We want to walk it off. Well, it that happens in. Uh, well, that. that we walk yeah, it off. Walk it off. Yeah, that. that so is that uh, Soldier Boy? Yes, uh, it's the fifth annual African American Male and Family Wellness Walk. It is Saturday, August eighth, two thousand nine. The screening starts at 7, the walk starts, uh, starts at 9, and the location is at the Neighborhood House, 1000 Atchison Street. You can also give them a call uh, for further information at area code 614-515-1391. That's area code 614-515-1391. Yeah, now we're, we're getting ready to... On off the air. And I want to say to all of the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk listeners, thank you for coming on to the show and giving us your views and 
working with us. We very much appreciate Brother Blondie and myself. And also I want to say to you, I don't care what it is that you're going through out there. Understand justice, no justice, no peace. Justice don't come by silence. Stand up, speak up, speak out. Because that's what it's all about. Don't be afraid. And the last song that we are going to be listening to is Stevie Wonder. So what the fuss? And thank you for coming on the Lordy McCarty Blog Talk Show and listening. We'll be back next Saturday. Have a good evening.